All right, it is Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce with me as always. Um, Patrick, it's become a fall tradition that we talk about a narrow Vikings escape on Monday mornings. This week, no exception. Um, so we'll get to that Vikings game in a minute here. Their win over the Jets, 10-2 and two now. Get to some gopher volleyball, get to a little bit of wild and wolves, maybe a little bit of um, other stuff sprinkled in along the way. But, uh, but Patrick, I think a couple things from right off the jump that stood out to me in that 27-22 win over the Jets. Um, Number one, Ed Donatel's defense, the ultimate test of bend but don't break. But Patrick, (laughs) they have the closing time defense that, Mike Zimmer always wished he had at least last year. Um, they, they at least have made the plays when it matters the most. And uh, I guess the other piece of it is, can they just one week just make it easy on themselves? Because that was the week. They were up 17-3, had the ball to to maybe go for, you know, to make it 24-3 before the end of the half. And we're getting the first, uh, and we're getting the kickoff at the start of the second half. And then it still comes down to the very end. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, New York Jets yesterday had 486 yards against Ed's defense. That's a lot. Vikings did not get the 300. And uh, I was, uh, I would leave that, uh, as I turned that game off, I said, okay, Tom Kelly, the great theory was, there are four outcomes. You beat them, they beat you. They beat themselves. You beat yourselves. Yes. That was a they beat themselves game for the Jets. They turned it over five times with the uh, non-entity quarterback. And even though he uh, he also, as, as Mark Craig pointed out uh, this morning, and, and uh, I was reading him in the print edition before we started doing this, mm-hmm. uh, he was the expert. He had the pre- 2022 cousins thing going throwing under the chains on third down right yes he would take that he would go back and take that little dump off and complete it with no chance to get the first down unless they missed two tackles and so that was uh you know he was he you know he, the numbers look good but he was terrible and uh, he also uh, missed a guy open down there on third down down in the on the end zone when they and then Bynum comes up with the interception but you know the you try to figure out how the Vikings win and uh, they don't turn it over and the Jets turn it over five times so that had a lot to do with it obviously uh, but uh, yeah this was to me the most surprising performance of all their victories because they weren't good. They were bad defensively and they were cousins was as bad as he could be. Now the jets defense is pretty good, but still yet they, you know, I don't think I, when they, when the jets were driving down there at the end and had a chance to win it. Right. I didn't think they were going to, I, I didn't either. They, <clears throat> I thought they were going to screw it up, but they right. did. And the Vikings, you know, they get a little stout down in there, as you just pointed out, they, uh, they uh, seem to make the plays at the end. So, you know, no, what do you, how can you complain about 10 and 2? I, no. you, can't, you can't. And uh, they're still ahead of the uh, Cowboys, right? They're still uh, a game ahead of the Cowboys. The Cowboys well, and, and, and the Cowboys are, <clears throat> the Cowboys are in the same division as the Eagles. So it doesn't really matter too much there. So they're, you know, <clears throat> no matter what, it looks like they would yeah, be. You'd have home, you could have home field against uh, the Cowboys. You're right. 
because they'd be the division winner instead of a wild card. But yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Second round, round, though, you get the Cowboys up here. I I don't know about that one. No, I think there's. Well, that's the thing. If you look far ahead to matchups, like none of them look particularly appealing. Although I think the 49ers might be in a little trouble now because with Garoppolo now out for the season too. But out for the season. Yeah, they said that. Um, I said that after the game yesterday, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Um, the other, the other piece of it, like when they got, when the Jets got down to the one, um, and we're maybe going to go for the, you know, go ahead score. And it was first and goal at the one. Right. And then it was, yeah. I still, I, you know, part of it was that the Jets had been bad in the red zone all day, but part of it was that the Vikings have earned enough of that equity where you're like, ah, they might be, they might still stop them here. <laughs> like what, what, what other year have you ever had that feeling about the Vikings that, ah, yeah, they're, they're probably still going to pull this one out. Like it's, it's a rare feeling when you watch this team. Yeah, it is. It is. But that would, boy, that would have been a, that would have been a game <laughs> that you, you were very, even though, as you pointed out, they, they didn't do the optimum there at the end of the first half. There was, you had no doubt that this was going to be an easy afternoon, and then all of a sudden the Jets were just right. going up and down the field, and it was uh, it was really weird. But uh, you know, I I don't know. Now uh, they they got to go on the road, and the mighty Lions who put up forty <laughs> again put up forty wasn't it forty something again yesterday? They're scoring like crazy. That's going to be uh, interesting now. Here's the thing, though. You know, you go in there and you say, oh, man, the Lions are going to be ready. They're going to be all fired up. But they're still the Lions. Let's yes. Face it. Still, uh, they, they, they'll still figure out. But, geez, 10 and 2. And it's, uh, I, I think we'd gotten over the, the complaining about the quality of the victories until right. yesterday. Now, yes. we're back. now we're back doing it again because you just look at the yardage and say, what? 486 yards you know it's saying okay they've given up 400 all these times but it's like 403 404 it's not dang near 500 which is what it was uh, yesterday against the against the jets Mm -hmm. not known for its potent offense so it was uh, it was weird but uh, they outgained 486 to 287 yes right that was a bud victory man we talked about buds with yeah now, Bud's defense never gave up 486, but yeah, I can find you a few games where Bud's team didn't make 200 and the other team made 350. Yes. And, uh, and he, and he figured them out. The, uh, there's one game there, the John Brockington game, where I think the Vikings had less than 100 yards in total offense and won the game three to nothing or something. But, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I don't know, 10 and 2. How can you complain? You just, you just wonder. You you just wonder if the if the karma's with you all year long, right? Or you have to pay for this in the end if if you have to like play some team like the Commanders that you expect to beat in the first round of the playoffs, and right? You're the one that turned it over four times or something. Yeah, who knows what what it's going to lead to? But you're uh, it is a uh, it is a tremendously interesting season. That's for sure. Uh, to say the least, and that uh, you know, Jefferson gets held down. They did a good job with Jefferson, right. a couple of plays. So I mean, you take away, take away the Vikings' best player, the quarterback has a terrible game, the defense doesn't stop him very often. I mean, they stop him down in the red zone, but they don't stop him the rest of the time, and you, you still win. Yeah, what's to complain about, huh? 
Yeah, and you mentioned uh, <clears throat> taking away Jefferson. Yeah, they did. I mean, that's the kind of team that's going <clears> to <throat> give the Vikings some problems, right? It's a team that can get pressure with four. That's got two good physical corners, and you know, the, both those Jets corners are pretty good. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one of those weird games, like you said, where the the stats don't add up unless you look at the really critical ones. You mentioned five turnovers, and I think we're counting the fourth down stops in that because they stopped them four, three times on fourth down. They got two interceptions, so that's the yeah. That's the five, and the Vikings didn't turn it over at all. So the Jets were three for 16 on third yeah. down, two for five on fourth down. Um, but yeah, the Vikings, you know, turned it over, didn't turn it over. Um, they averaged 4.3 yards per pass play. Like they wow. just, yeah, and I, I just, you know, Cousins took some shots in that game too. He he came up wincing in one, <clears throat> one of those times where he took a pretty big hit. So it was, yeah, it was one of those games where, you know, they, they didn't they kind of had that lull that mid-game lull that they always go through and uh, you're right that I think the big question that people have had since since they started doing this is when when will it catch up to them right like when when does it catch up to them and I because... guess it did in the Dallas <laughs> they had been 40 to 3 that oh, was all their right. bad stuff on that was all their bad stuff on display but uh you know uh, I is still like their first team Okay, they yeah. got a lot of good players. They got a lot of good players on their first team, even defensively. But uh, but you know, and they have pretty well avoided most injuries. So as long as they can, uh, as long as they can stay healthy, they'll stay competitive. And uh, but dang, it's uh, that was that was the weirdest one of all time yesterday. They just you know. Uh, as as it's just not a team you expect to go up and down the field like the Jets did, and you know you just don't you, you expect them to you expect them to go three and out more than the more than occurred yesterday. That's for sure. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake with twenty four seven gaming. The good times never have to end, and you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars. Or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. Well, the most, <clears throat> I think the most troubling thing about the defense right now is that they're not getting much of a pass rush. They didn't get anything oh. in the second half. Um, not getting much from Zadarius Smith right now, not getting much from Daniil Hunter right now. And, you know, thought that Tomlinson might help coming back. And he got a couple of hurries in the game. But, you know, they made White uncomfortable, I think, when they were building that lead. But he had a lot of clean pockets to work with as the game went on. And that was a big piece of, of why they were able to come back. So, yeah, you got you got that piece of it. Well, I can say one guy, though, that's playing about as well as I can remember him playing is Harrison Smith. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I was wondering before the year started. I mean, this was year... 11 for him i think he's yeah. rookie in 2012 so this is probably year 11 for him it's kind of wondering hey is this the guy you know early 30s is this a guy who's going to hit a cliff at some point but he's he's had five interceptions now this year he's every every big play he's in the frame um so he's that's that's one of the big reasons that they've been able to make some of these big plays at the end yeah, he's a uh, he's a he's a he will be remembered as uh, quite the noble Viking. That is for sure. He's uh, you know, as you say, he's already got eleven years in here, and 
and uh, you know, hard nosed guy makes plays, comes up with another interception, and uh, you know, he's he's a he's a really good player, and uh, uh, he, he's been banged up a little bit in the previous seasons, and didn't he miss a was it last year? He missed a bunch here a couple of years. Ago. Yeah, he's missed a little bit somewhere in there. I can't remember what yeah. it was, but but uh, yeah, he's a he's a. He's been a great Viking. There's no, uh, there's no doubt about it. There hasn't been that much of glory in that, you know, the 2009. I mean, there's he wasn't there for nine, but I mean, uh, you go to the NFC title game a few years ago, but uh, but beyond that, uh, there hasn't been that much glory. But uh, he's he's been a hell of a player. There's no doubt about it. They swept the AFC East. That was uh, yeah. some one way or another. Wow. I mean, they, they they got all those wins. The the Miami game gets a little bit of a uh, asterisk was the wrong word, but they didn't have to play against Tua. So, I mean, the, still, the, I mean, I think at this point in the season, we kind of know who they are, right? Where they're a team that is kind of living on the edge. And the, the, <laughs> the biggest worry you've got is that that runs out and that against probably statistically, you know, in terms of margins, in terms of everything else, in terms of overall strength, statistically, perhaps the two best teams in the NFC, uh, they lost to by a combined score of 64 to 10. So uh, here's I think, though, uh, one of the bottom lines here is if you, you got to figure out if the team you're playing has a chance to stop Jefferson. Right. Uh, you know, if Jefferson's going to go 10 and 160 with two touchdowns, they could beat anybody. So uh, do you have the Jets had the weapons to, you know, as you said, the pass rush and good corners to uh, kind of take him away from Cousins on a sloppy day for Cousins. But, uh, you, you know, okay, the Lions are, you can tell you say, ah, they're going to Detroit, blah, blah, blah. Is, is, is Detroit going to keep him from catching nine or ten passes? That's uh, he's, the, he's the best player in the league. And when they make full use of him, they're, they're pretty dang good. <laughs> Offensively, what they make yesterday, they couldn't make full – that's one reason that game was so close. Yeah. Jefferson, you know, Jefferson didn't break it open for him like he has uh, other games, not break it open, but win it for him. So can they, can a team stop Jefferson or not? And by that, I mean, you know, five catches for 90 yards or something instead of having him absolutely take over the game like he's done so often in the last month. Yeah. And he, you know, I think the one thing that's, they got to figure out too is that if if a team can take him away, and this is easier said than done, but how do they make you know what's what's the secondary plan? Because I don't feel like they've had a lot of answers this year. For you know, they've won games when he's been shut down, but they haven't been explosive in in other ways. They haven't had a huge running game, or haven't gotten you know Thielen or Hawkinson into you know the really big game territory. Or for you know, the screen game has just been terrible this year. I feel like every time they throw a screen, it's like a two yard loss. So. Something, something, you know, I figure, I feel like unless someone's just shutting someone, shutting Jefferson down with one player, which is pretty rare, um, something else should be open. And they haven't really figured that out, what that is yet. Uh, the uh, one thing is, uh, one thing that all of this, uh, what what went wrong, they still put the drive together when they had to. They've been, right. uh, been amazing at that in the fourth quarter. That when they really had to have a drive, they, they pretty much turned unstoppable and they did that again. Cousins came out of his coma and played uh, well in that drive, and they they pulled her out again. So they're going to be away from home for a little while, but when they're at home, maybe they should have the scoreboard operator just put fourth quarter 
up on the scoreboard <laughs> right. for the whole game, and maybe they can play like that the whole game. Uh, well, the first half looked like, okay, this is yeah. a game. One of the, the – they had control of the game, and still they did. NFL, the dream – the dream of the NFL, uh, every game, last two minutes, you don't know yeah. who's going to win. That's, uh, that's the secret of success because there's a lot of bad football and bad officiating and stuff that drives you crazy. But as long as you don't know who's going to win with two minutes to go, the NFL is going to remain the most popular league we've ever had. <laughs> right? Yes. And, you know, before we move on, one thing you did say earlier, you know, the, the Tom Kellyism of <clears throat> the four ways to win – the Vikings this year have very seldom beaten themselves, right? I mean, they they yeah. they will drive you crazy with with some of their <clears throat> some of the lulls that they've had, but they don't commit a lot of penalties. They generally don't turn the ball over. Um, you know, they they do the they do the things that you know those those kind of intangible categories where you're like, yeah, it's not really interesting or not really exciting. Those are the things that you know you don't beat yourself. You're gonna win. You're gonna win half your game sometimes if you just don't beat yourself. And as you pointed out, the uh, two games that uh, they they lost, they got beat. <laughs> they oh, had yeah. nothing to do with. They had nothing. Their own uh, their own problems as far as uh, letting letting something get away from them and handing the game to the other team wasn't a problem in either of those losses. They got their heads handed to them. So uh, that's uh, you know you're right. They have not beaten themselves all year. No, and with the cushion they have right now in the in the division, where they're just you know one win or one Detroit loss away from clinching, they had to go into a deep bunker pretty soon and figure out how to beat some of these better teams instead of uh, you know instead of worrying too much about anything else. Well, as you point out, though, the Forty ers don't have a quarterback now, so yeah. uh, they only Dallas and Philadelphia the only two teams that can that should be able to beat them. You know, yeah. In my, you know, they're the only, they're the only teams that have better players than the Vikings do. Right? Yeah, I think that's fair. And you're going to be playing at home until you have to go to Philadelphia or maybe Dallas. If, if the Vikings like get beat Sunday, then all of a sudden Dallas has the tiebreaker and they're the two seed, right? So I, I don't know. I haven't looked at Dallas's schedule, but is anybody do they? Them and the Eagles must have one left, don't they? Here, one of the yeah, they one. play each other once. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Vikings would be the two seed no matter what because oh, that's right. I keep the, I keep forgetting that. That's right. Yeah, they the just do it with the division winners. They're so. in the same division. That's right. Yeah, they're in the same division. Uh, so Dallas is probably somebody be... in the West. Is we're gonna have another. We're gonna have another Seattle being at home at eight and nine. <laughs> you know, type of thing uh, going on. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah, you know, and then they'll. San Francisco goes in the tank here. Yeah. So. so the Vikings, I mean, the way it looks is if it holds, the Vikings would play the lowest wild card, which could be Washington, could be the Giants, could be someone like that in the uh, in the opener. So we'll I'd like to play the Giants. Yeah, that's the one that that, that feels doable. They're not they're not good. They're not good at all. No, I don't <clears throat> no, but anyway. We'll see where they wind up. Ten and two. How many times when's the last time they were ten and two? I feel like 2017. I think they were ten and two at one point, but I can't remember for sure. Thirteen and three year, were they? Yeah, they were thirteen and three that year. I feel like they, they were, they were at least in that neighborhood that year. But yeah, before that, I think he had to go back to the Favre year, right? The 2009. Remember, we all loved Zim when he was thirteen and three. We did. Bashing him now. That was kind of. It was kind of funny too because they had a. This was last week. They had a a O'Connell mic'd up segment. I think it was the Vikings put it out where it was him mic'd up during the uh, Thanksgiving game against New England, <clears throat> and just like, all the 
all the positive energy, all the stuff he's, you know, the rah-rah stuff. And so I was like, God, I wonder if they ever did a mic'd up with uh, with Zimmer. <laughs> and they they did. It was the, I mean, it was the first one I found. It was the NFL one that they produced. I found it on YouTube. It was the 2015 season when they played the Rams. And it was that really contentious game that went overtime and Teddy got smacked in the head by somebody. And, you know, Zimmer had some of the rah-rah stuff going, but some of it was just him yelling at officials and just getting <laughs> mad. And it was such a stark <laughs> contrast, even though uh, that was a win in an 11-5 and five season for them. So it was just kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's uh, different personalities, but they, the yeah. kid's going to be coach of the year, I would think. Yeah. He's uh, he's up there, for sure. He's uh, he's done a, he's done quite a job, because this is, like we've talked about, this is a lot of the same players that went, I don't uh, think I would have given him any game. I might have given Bynum and Harrison Smith each a game ball, but like after that game yesterday, I said, "Nah, none of you guys get a game ball for this mess. Right. <laughs> Do it next time." Not giving twenty five away for this game. So. No, just run away with that win and, and get on to the next <laughs> one. Um, so the, we got to talk about. A, let's hit a bunch of other teams here. The, the Wild had a similar escape yesterday. They were up five one right against Dallas, yes, and then going into the third period, right. I didn't gave see up, what happened, but man, that's a, that's a hard four. Gave up, I think, the last one with three minutes to go. Then they go into the shootout, and all three of their shooters scored in the shootout. Amazing. So it must have been a bad, uh, bad, bad goalie day for both teams. But uh, yeah, well, they've now got a four-game winning streak and scoring a lot of goals after going what a. They had about a, two weeks where they couldn't score more than one. Yeah, they had like a stretch of like I think six games with eight goals total or something like that. I was at a uh, youth hockey game yesterday uh, and uh, later in the afternoon after the Viking game. And uh, I was talking to a guy and who's been a hockey guy for about 30 years. And he said, Kaprizov is the best player I've ever seen. Wow. And he didn't mean it. He didn't mean a while. He meant ever. He thinks he's with his combination of strength and basically what he's able to do surrounded by the guys he's, he's got. Sam Smith or somebody I never heard Sam of. Sam Steele, yeah. Whatever the hell his name is, is his first line center. He he couldn't make the Edmonton lineup, and he uh, he's the first line center here, and yet the guy goes and you know he's uh he you know McDavid's scoring like crazy, but uh, he's uh you know he's a he is an MVP candidate. Yes. About it. He's, no, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. He is, and, and he doesn't have near, this team isn't nearly as good as they were last year, I don't think. Now, Boldy could become like that second scorer they need, but, uh, you know, without Fiala and right. uh, with the guy, the, the center he has playing with him, I mean, it's 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 amazing what he's doing. And, you know, he gets, they get in one of these shootouts, he's, he's, uh, he's something. He's, he's great. Uh, good thing they got him out of Russia. Don't go oh, home again, son. Yeah, until stay here. Over until the war's over and Putin's out of power. <laughs> stay uh, here. Stay here. Don't don't be going back home again, buddy. No, and they went in a shootout the other night too, and he scored in that yes. shootout as well. It's just his hands are amazing. I watched I watched that shootout. I didn't see much of the game, but I saw that it was going into overtime. So I flipped it on quick. Saw that they had uh, tied it up late. I think it was Anaheim. <clears throat> um, they hadn't. I don't think they played a great game, but they they snuck that one out, and I think they were. The first part of the shootout, um, they missed. I can't remember who. I think Zuccarello went first and was nowhere near. And then the Anaheim player scored. So it's it's a uh, Kaprizov, and they're down one nothing in the shootout. He just comes gliding down, 
flips it to his forehand and just like goes top shelf right over the goalie's block. And he's like, he had goalie didn't even see it cut. Like he had no chance to react. His <laughs> hands are for someone, you're right, with someone with that kind of you know strength on the puck to have also those hands and that skating ability. I mean, he, I mean, certainly the best wild player I've ever seen, but I it's not hyperbole to say he's one of the most exciting players I've ever seen play at least. Oh yeah. He's uh, he's great. And uh, he's got an idiotic agent too. He ended up taking way less money than he should have gotten here. He should have, he should have hung in there a little longer. Although the, they, the NHL rules make it really hard to become a free agent. So anyway, they could have, I guess they could have renewed him with low number or some damn thing. So, but uh, yeah, they got him. Garen got, Got him cheap. He got act cheap. He's uh, he did a pretty good job. To, you know, they're still trying to get out from under Parisi right. and Tudor, <laughs> but uh, he got the, he got the the real important players uh, signed at pretty good number uh, to. Uh, yeah, there. I was wondering about him, and it's still you know it's still early. What are we a quarter through a quarter of the way, a little over a quarter of the way through the season? I was wondering two weeks ago if they were going to be a playoff team, but they'll they'll be in there. You'll probably go into the last two weeks jockeying for position, but uh, just because of him, they're gonna they're gonna be uh, they're gonna at least be a playoff team. Yeah, and wouldn't it be something if they made it through the first round for the first Man. time? In, uh, long, first time long in like time. seven or eight years, right? It was back in the mid two thousands that Yozy got him there a couple times, but yeah, it's a. Uh... People keep showing up, though, man. I was saying, look at the crowds; it's always high seventeen. So that's yeah, keep showing up. I wrote the other day about when the, both the Wild and the Wolves were eleven and eleven, at least in my calculations, because the I, I don't I don't uh, oh, yes. I don't I don't I, the shootout wins bother me in the NHL still that they still categorize those differently, even though the shootout losses are different. But they were both they both had eleven wins through twenty two games, and I was like, okay, where do you think these teams are headed the rest of the way? And I was more optimistic at that point about the Wild, and I certainly. Um. Now that, that game against the Thunder was a mess. I know they're without oh, towns, but go go bear. Act like adults for tripping a guy, yeah. like intentionally, and then cowering after he did it and getting ejected. He he earned that ejection. That was fair. I mean, they were they were complaining yeah, yeah. about the refs the whole game, and some of the some of the stuff was. Well, they got five technicals, right? Yeah, they were complaining. Is that the game they got all the yeah. They yes, got five and, so, and the ref was bad, but you know whatever. Like you get a chance to beat Oklahoma City on your home court, like grow up, like be yeah. put 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 forth a mature performance. That I you know for a long time I thought it was just Towns that was driving that, but he's out and they're still doing it, and it's that's a, that's that's it's troubling. Uh, no, uh, I never, is he Noel? How do we pronounce Noel, Jalen Noel. Noel. Noel, yeah. okay. Uh, he even acted like an idiot in that game too, but, uh, uh, you know, I like him a lot offensively, but I, I, I see no hope here. It's, uh, they're, look at it. The Lakers are now playing. The Lakers are going to make the playoffs. Okay. The Lakers are going to be in the top 10. Who are these guys going to finish ahead of? They're, I know. They're not good. They're, they, you know, they, they, and and whatever magic Finch, Finch has going last year, he certainly doesn't have it with this outfit. They uh, they they're just behaving like you know, children. And uh, you, know, you got Russell as one of your leaders, and he got two teeth and got thrown out. And uh, you know they should they should start fighting their own players about complaining about the officials. You know? Yeah, it's, it's you grow up from on God's sakes, go bear. Uh, that's Dave Mike. 
this is a disaster of all time. It can be, yeah. If they make the top 10. What if, what if that turns out to be like the seventh overall pick right? that they gave up? I mean, what the heck? What is this? It's, uh, it's, uh, wow. Just, uh, I mean, <laughs> they made, you know, we get, you're paying $8 million for the smartest general manager there is, and he might have been here a week and committed the biggest disaster in franchise history. I know. I just, he's I there now, and he's not nearly as good a player as you thought he was. I was wondering he's that the slow. other day. Like, what if they hadn't hired Connolly, would they still have made that trade? I mean, I don't know if Rosas no. was still here. He's, he's, he liked, Rosas liked to swing for the fences, so... Yeah. Maybe you could convince yourself that Rosas would make a trade like that if he was still here, but there's no way Gupta would have made that trade if he was still no. running the show, right? No, no, not, uh, you know, you were part of it was getting rid of Beasley and Beverly and some of those pains, but, uh, but, uh, I mean, oh man, alive. What, how do they get out from under this? You know, I mean, everybody talks about the Mike Lynn trade for Herschel as the comparable, but that was, you know, he brought in three guys from the whatever league that was, the USFL, and you know, it was, you know, you still had your other. They had a pretty good nucleus of players, and you know, it's also a, it's also a game where you got thirty people involved, right? You got thirty players. Right. You know, you get there's there's other places to get players. Here's you only got five guys out there, and you're not getting any good new ones for five no. years. I mean, it's uh. I don't know. And then you got, you know, I think also that your your card to get out of this, Mike. Yeah. Mike, and trading cat in yeah. February. You, yes. Now that's gone. You can't do Of course, you couldn't trade him until next summer anyway. So maybe if he comes back and plays great. But uh, I, I keep forgetting that you can't trade him at the deadline this year because of the deal or because something. Of the contract, yeah. But you couldn't trade him anyway. But uh, it's a very... <laughs> I thought by getting rid of that Bev, Pat Bev, who watched him, you know, he was just a, doing idiotic things all the time, gave him some defense, but uh, would would make him more mature. But it's made him less. They're just they're just not a they're just not a they're not adults and cat, you know. And, and it, I guess cat, as you said, is not the whole problem. They got a lot of other guys who yeah. are adults. Gobert is not. Not the personality that I or the player that I I was expecting they were getting. So no, not so far. And you're right. I mean, <clears throat> if this, I mean, I think the gate of jail free card the whole time has been that if this didn't go well this year, that it was going to be that they would have to trade Cat, and well, that'll be interesting. An interesting off season question because if if you prove enough this year that this pairing just isn't working, that is that is the natural next move and then you're just taking the franchise in a totally different direction and you're recouping some draft picks and probably getting a good player back for a, in the what? salary match and things like that but yeah that's that's kind of the nuclear option we'll see if it comes to that you know and plus you about, Mike, you when about, you watch him without cat you say okay where are they going to get their points from <laughs> i know that's the problem saying, you know you watch him and you say okay uh okay i can't stand the guy he drives me crazy complaining and everything but yeah, what are you, you know, where are you going to get your points now that he's not there? He's your best shooter for one thing, you know. So yeah. Well, and uh, and uh, you know, you mentioned Pat Bev. I mean, for all of the for all of the stuff he did last year, the the one the thing he did really well aside from just pure energy was 
they don't have anybody on the perimeter now that can just lock a guy down or stop the yeah, ball. Right. Their perimeter defense is so bad. Now they're trying to make this they're trying to make this rookie Wendell Moore Jr. be yes. kind of that guy. And he's 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 done fine, but he was like a surprise starter. Like he's not gonna do that every game. And that's not like that's not something you can count on. And uh, McDaniels is pretty good in, in that, but he's not always gonna guard, you know, on the ball. And you can't expect him to do that every possession either because you're gonna get very burned another way. He's not a very mature no. guy either. Playing no. it. I mean, he's young and he plays. He's got a little pouting and you know, not not involved. In yeah. Pure. He he he's not consistent either. So I, yeah. I, they're not a very. You know how we talked a lot this year about the last couple months. So the Twins were just not likable because yeah. you know, this team was. There's nothing likable about this. Team. No, and the. It's in yeah. such contrast to last year because last year's team was yeah. very likable, and keep people keep drawing comparisons to last year's team because they started slow too. I think they were eleven and fifteen at one point. This they were in the midst of like a five game losing streak at this point in the season. So yeah, but you know what? This year's team wasn't supposed to do that. This year's team was supposed to be <laughs> you know better from the start. Even if we thought it was going to take a little while for them to get chemistry, we thought they would look good at least at this part that they weren't going to start eleven and fifteen because they had figured something out last year and whatever it is, it's just not there right now. You're right. They're, they're not likable day in and day out. I thought the Memphis game was encouraging to a certain degree because they, they did seem like they played with a little bit more cohesion on defense and they give up 135 to the thunder the next game. It's like, they can't follow up one good performance with another one. And when they played the thunder early in the year, they you were saying, Oh, thank God they get to play the thunder. Now the thunder a month later, six weeks later, runs through them, and we're not surprised. So, I watched that game, and I was like, the Thunder looked like the better team. They just flat out <laughs> and did. And they got about 12 draft choices coming up, too, to get know. better, you know. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's drop those months. Yeah. Yeah, let's, okay. let's let's talk quick. Um, uh, nice win for the Whalens. Uh, they got yes. a, they got assisted a little, but it's uh, there is uh, they they basically this kid from uh, Penn State, Marisa or something, was a really good shooter. I watched quite a bit of the game actually, and she makes it. I think it was her, maybe no one of their other players makes a jump shot with like two seconds to go to put them ahead at the end of regulation, and they throw the ball into the kid from Rozo. And she's 75 feet away from the basket with less than a second to go. And some idiot from Penn State runs and runs her over wow. and gets to go to the line and make two free throws. And, uh, and but the, the Gophers turned it over 26 times or something like that and still won the game. They shot 32 free throws and Penn State shot 14. But uh, but hey, it's a win because it looks like they, they look like they lost the game two or three times. Uh, Sophie Hart, remember her from Farmington? Yeah. Big kid, 6'5". She went to NC State. She wasn't playing much. She's in the transfer portal. We need Sophie. They need some size on that team. Their rebounding is awful. So, uh, get, get, uh, maybe Sophie can transfer up here. I don't think she could play until next year, but, uh, maybe they can go get Sophie. And, uh, because she was, I don't know what was going on down there, but uh, Gophers wanted her bad. And uh, the men's team, Yikes. well, uh, you know, they, they were never in that game at Purdue. And, uh, well, Purdue's just, just got the size that it's just, oh, if you don't. 7'4 guy. Yeah, what do you have, like 30 and 20? I don't know, yeah. something like that. 
Yeah, everybody. I was one of the guys on TV the other day. I was watching a game, and he says he was not a Big Ten Network guy. It was another guy saying Peru's the best team in the country. They got the big guy who's unstoppable, and then they got four smaller guys running all around him, just basically staying out of his way and making shots and uh, and taking advantage of his giant size and yeah. uh, and uh, you know the, the, actually it could have been worse they lost by I don't know what the my, they they lost by what 15 60, whatever it was, it was and, yeah 19 maybe something like that 89 oh, 70 so I they think. did cover then because they had a so but Purdue had to be 15 point favorites in that game I I look at you see Northwestern beating Michigan <laughs> State yeah you see Nebraska beating uh ooh, Illinois Nebraska beat somebody Illinois or something uh they were four and 16 last year they might have to fight to get the four and 16 yeah who are they better than right now I don't know like you feel like they should be a little bit better this year with Dawson Garcia and battle and some of the younger guys but it, it's it's a work in progress. Uh, that's 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 Mike, a good uh, that's our good line right now. Go for basketball. No interest. Yeah, no, no interest. The people don't go to the games. It's it, they, they're charging too much money. It's too hard to work to get there, uh, and it's it's basically it's been falling off for. Uh, it's not Ben Johnson's fault, obviously. No, but it's just been falling off. You know. There was a little interest when Tubby was, you know, yeah. had that when Tubby first came, and then he had one good year, and then they, then they fired him, and Patino had the one good year. But there's really, how many times has that building been full in the last fifteen years? About five, maybe. I mean, people don't, people don't care anymore. Go for basketball, as we talked about. Go for hockey. Crowds right. going down, but I think there's interest now in go for hockey. There is no interest in go for men's basketball, none. And it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a long, deep hole they got to dig out of over there. No, go for hockey does provide at least the glimpse of hope that, you know, when a team wins, they'll get the fans back, but it's an easier path back for go for hockey but, when you can but, recruit the way they do. Go for basketball, they're, they're, Mike, a, they're always at a deficit. Every time I mention this, though, people talk about the prices. You know, I don't yeah. think about us. We get passes if we want to go. We don't have to have somebody come up and you walk up there with your two kids and they want 80 bucks to get in to see a hockey game, you know, 40 for you and 20 for the kids or something like that. It's, you know, they're, they're, they're outrageous because of that scholarship fund that they charge season ticket holders. They prorated all their regular tickets. At, at the same rates because they don't want some guy saying I paid 20 bucks next to a guy who paid 50 but the prices are outrageous and and you don't have the guys out on the street with tickets anymore because it's all on the app right so right. Uh, so it's uh it, it's that's that's part of the problem you know you should be able to take your two 12 year old kids over there and you and get three seats for 40 bucks, but they don't, they will, they want 40 a piece for God's sakes. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's they've prayed. You're right. They've, if, if not outright priced people out, they've turned them away with the sticker shock, right? Like you know, mm. some people might look at it and say, yeah, we, we could do that, but is that the value <laughs> that we want out of a, out of an event? And you got a lot of other things you can do. And one last thing. Yeah. Pinstripe bowl. Baby, Not, here we go. If you're going to go to a third-rate bowl game, it might as well be in New York City on yes. December 27th. Fly out Christmas night, 
You can still see the Christmas de de decorations. You can go down to the ice will still be in there. The Rockefeller Center, it's fantastic. Go spend a very get a, eat, eat a very expensive meal the night beforehand. Go to the game. Fly out after the game. It'll be uh, it's early in the morning, right? Isn't it like it's an early game? I think noon or one. Something or like something. that, yeah. On a Tuesday, what could be better? You fly out Christmas night. You spend Monday in the city. Uh, and you go to the Gopher game, and uh, you don't give a damn if they win or lose, and then you come home. Who cares? Look at so, that! You, what a sales, what a sales pitch you got! Right, Mark, Mark it's the Mark Coil Bowl. He should be hiring you for uh, yeah. drum up yeah. all the interest here. Yeah, Dino Babbers against uh, PJ Fleck. He hired both of them. So there, right yeah. before he left uh, Syracuse, he hired Dino. So yeah. Anyway. All right, Patrick. Well, I'm just glad that you weren't too broken up over the USA loss in the World Cup to still be able to Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gee, that was such a glorious run. Three goals and one win and four games or matches, and they talked like it was this. I said this on Twitter. Reading these soccer stories filed by the people covering it like this grandeur and the competitiveness and the fighting for the glory what a bunch of crap it's just a, it's just a game they're playing you know they're out there diving trying to hope somebody gives them a penalty kick so they can decide the game that way and uh they, they scored three goals in four games come on come on don't tell me how great it was and what a great run it was you beat iran that was your one win you can't beat Iran in soccer, for God's sakes. You know, come on. Don't tell me how great it was. Now they got a young team. Yes. It's here. It's here four years from yes. now. So, and they're, they're, since they're expanding the field of 48 teams, right, to make sure that the U.S. is in it so we don't get knocked out in the CONCACAF playoffs. It'll be fun. That will be fun. You know what? No, it wasn't worth filling this arena, filling the stadium in February, and having three uh, Honduras <laughs> have feet cut off because they froze to death to uh, go over there and and uh, score well, three, three goals, goals and four games and win one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never convince me. So everybody's saying, "What are you know? It's terrible. We're not." It's like being bad in cricket. Who cares? You know, who cares? It's like cricket, for goodness sakes. Go back where you came from, soccer. That's what I say. Goodbye. I knew I could get you going at the end. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> okay, goodbye. See you.